dedicating today's podcast to my Dolly Mama, my daughter Nicole, and my best friend Dee. Oh, it's on and popping today, November 1. And we're going to kick off with Proverbs 1. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. The purpose of Proverbs. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These Proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. Let the wise listen to these Proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning in these Proverbs and parables, the words of the wise and their riddles. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Do you despise wisdom and discipline? I didn't think so. Okay, a father's exhortation, acquire wisdom. My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. My child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, come join us. Let's hide and kill someone. Just for fun, let's ambush the innocent. Let's swallow them alive like the grave. Let's swallow them whole, like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll get. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come, throw in your lot with us. We'll all share the loot. My child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. They rush to commit evil deeds. They hurry to commit murder. If a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. But these people are set by an ambush for themselves. They are trying to get themselves killed. Such is the fate of all who are greedy for money. It robs them of life. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Wisdom shouts in the streets. Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street to those gathered in front of the city gate. How long will you simpletons resist or insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. 
You ignored my voice, my advice, and rejected the correction I offered. So I will laugh when you are in trouble. I will mock you when disaster overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster engulfs you like a cyclone in anguish and distress overwhelm you. When they cry for help, I will not answer. Though they anxiously search for me, they will not find me. For they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. For simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. Everyone who listens to the Lord will live in peace and be untroubled by fear of harm. Amen. Gotta love those Proverbs and we gotta take them in every day this month. I think that's an awesome challenge for us because they're just so awesome and guiding us. Okay, um, stay with us. We're coming back with more prayers. We've got a little ritual going and we're gonna knock it out. See you in a few. Stay right there. Oh, we are about to get holy now. If our experience of the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that even those things we consider most ordinary are in fact extraordinary. What we thought was unremarkable is remarkable. Lunch in a diner, a meal with friends, embracing a friend or loved one that we haven't seen in months, all those things we so easily took for granted suddenly seem as precious as gold. That includes, of course, our faith and how we live it. For some of us, just being able to go to church during a time of quarantine or lockdown has been an unexpected blessing. We took it for granted and then suddenly it wasn't there and we realized what a yawning absence it left. The blessings of extraordinary time. We need to see every season, every time, every moment of life as something out of the ordinary even extraordinary, something rare, something to be treasured, a gift. The habit of being so many ways living as a Christian comes down to this, a habit of being. It is a way of living in the world and embracing God's grace and really, truly looking for it. 
It also means looking for ways to bring more of that grace into the world ourselves by keeping in our hearts the two great commandments, love of God and love of neighbor. It sounds so simple, but we know it isn't. We stumble, we fall, we forget, we sin. So what can we do about it? Here are five habits of being. Choices that we can make that can change how we live and how we love. Over time, they can even make the ordinary life an extraordinary one. They can even draw us closer to God. So listen carefully. They are the habit of prayer. This is where it begins. A simple but quiet and persistent habit of daily prayer can begin and end the day on a grace note, literally. Taking just five minutes every morning to place ourselves before God and pray for the day ahead with praise, wonder, and hope can leave us open to God working in our lives. It can remind us of the one who brought our world into being and who walks with us through the challenges of life. Reading scripture, meditating on God's word, pausing for a quiet conversation with the creator, taking part in a daily podcast or weekly adoration. All these can help us refocus our lives And closing the day with a quiet prayer of thanksgiving can similarly keep us grounded and grateful. And that brings us to the second habit. The habit of gratitude. St. Paul told the Thessalonians, in all circumstances, give thanks. That remains invaluable advice for us today. An attitude of gratitude to God for the simple gift of life can open our hearts to so much that we might take for granted. It can help us to see God's generosity at work in the world and help us cherish even more unexpected blessings. Next, the habit of attention. Speaking of blessings, Giving time and attention to those around us can help us to love the Lord by loving his creation. And that can help us love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Listening to those in pain, lending an ear or hand to those in need, visiting those who are sick or homebound, and volunteering for a local soup kitchen or charity are all habits that can help us to see beyond ourselves. These habits can help us see the face of Christ in other people. This was the very seed that Mother Teresa's vocation to the poor in India was all about. It helped her to become a saint. Imagine what it might do for us. And then there's the habit of forgiveness. This may be one of the hardest habits of all. When Jesus told Peter to forgive someone who sins against him 77 times, 
I imagine that Peter's jaw dropped. But scripture is clear. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. We're told. And we have Christ's own example on the cross, asking his father to forgive those who put him to death. Holding a grudge is ordinary. We all do it. But to forgive, to love, to pray for those who despise us or those we despise, well, that is extraordinary. It is an example of Christ. It is the ultimate way of loving our neighbor. If you find this hard, remember habit one is pray, ask for the grace, ask for guidance, and ask for resilience to forgive. The result will be something not just extraordinary, but very, very close to the heart of Christ. Then there's the habit of hope. All the other four habits combined can uplift the heart, stir the spirit, and remind us that we Christians are people of hope. We are an Easter people who keep our eyes fixed on the cross, but also see beyond it to the empty tomb. We live in possibility. We trust in God's overwhelming mercy and sure knowledge that he does not abandon us in our need. We see as a distinguishing mark of Christians the fact that they have a future. It is not that they know the details of what awaits them, but they know in general terms that their life will not end in emptiness. The one who has hope lives differently. The one who has hopes, who has hopes, has been granted the gift of a new life. Making hope a habit, and you will be reminded again and again of God's tenderness, generosity, and love. Hope, after all, does not ever disappoint. These attributes are intrinsic to the Christian way of life. Jesus, after all, reminded us of them again and again in the Bible, but they take practice to become habits. Please work on them. Keep them in mind. You might be surprised at how they can redirect your mind and uplift your heart and make a life you thought was ordinary, extraordinary. Amen. How beautiful. And that was from the Diocese of Brooklyn. I love it. Stay with us. We'll be back with our prayers. Prayer, gratitude, attention, forgiveness, hope. Those are the five habits of an extraordinary Christian life. So let's live it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created 
Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Close your eyes and bow your head. Dear God, as I begin this day, November 1, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Alleluia. Amen. Holy Spirit, you know my heart. You understand my deepest wants and needs. You know me better than I know myself. There is nowhere I could run to escape your presence and nothing I could hide from you. And that is why right now I am asking you to give me your divine wisdom and guidance for the hundredth time. I don't always know what to pray for. My soul is weary and sometimes I'm tired. I often worry about making the right decision, but I want to live a life that honors you. I truly do, God. Even though I may feel like I can't move forward sometimes or that I can't see you, I know in my heart of hearts that I have you, Lord. Amen. And listeners, you have this daily podcast to join every day to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. Can't wait to pray with you tomorrow. Have an awesome, glorious day today. And go out of your way to make somebody happy. That's all you got to do. God bless you. Bye for now. Please visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Many of you are giving support. And I am grateful. We are staying on the air. Our ratings are high, like almost through the roof. And it's because of you. So keep spreading the word and keep coming back. Amen.